Welcome back to the Gnome Boys, everyone. Matt here with Dirk and Neil, back after a week off, ready to get back into it. Got a little food talk this week, some Italian food, or maybe the bastardized, Americanized version of Italian food. We'll see see where that goes. Uh, before we get into that, Neil does have a nice little Harry Potter update for us. Neil, what do you got? Yep, so wrapped up number four uh, a couple days ago. Pretty happy about that. It took a little longer than the other three, but you know that's reasonably so. It's quite quite a length of a difference. Uh, one thing I realized by the end of the book, I never had these feelings in the movie, but so Rita Skeeter is that the right way to pronounce her name? Yep. I hate her. I hate her so much. <laughs> I like in the movie she was there, but it's like I never like had these feelings, like these hatred feelings. Her, I was like, oh, she's just making these stupid like, you know you know, articles in the paper about them, whatever. But like in the book, I really realized like I hate her so much. And then that's the, that's the correct reaction. Yeah. That's perfectly said. And then I realized I'd started the fifth book now too. I'm like, you know, Dolores is right around the corner here. Like I'm going to have that hate all over again. True. Oh yeah. I, I think I haven't read order of the Phoenix in a long time, but I think Book umbrage is worse than movie umbrage in terms of how hateable she is. If I'm remembering right. Yes, I agree with that. I mean, and at this point, clearly, I kind of hope so, just to get that feeling again. Are you you like that feeling? Yeah. Well, okay. Yes, I did hate her, but like you, you want that feeling. You know, you want that emotion when you're reading the book or watching a movie. Yeah. Nice. Nice to get that that pure hatred going over a fictional character. Always fun. Sure. sure. That's only partially sure. sarcastic. No, I, no, I, <laughs> mostly I agree. not and- actually. I think from what I remember with the books, I think you're going to, I think you are going to have the same feelings of, or that you have with Rita. Don't you think Hambone? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Book Rita is, is horrible. She, she sucks, but in like, in a good way, not like she's a bad character. She's just a, a shitty person. And it, yep, and it works really well as kind of a, not, not, even a full-on villain, but just kind of a an antagonist for for right. the, for the yep. trio. Yep. Well, one thing I did like at the end of it, I didn't really, I don't remember if they did in the movie or not in Goblet of Fire, but Hermione pretty much takes her prisoner in a glass jar. Yeah, oh, that part's kind of, that's a little that's a little messed up. She's like what yeah. fourteen years old. Yep. And just <laughs> well, then like puts a hex on her so she can't like turn back into a uh, human form while she's in the jar. Yeah, they oh, kind of yeah. gloss over that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that was like right at the end while they're on the train. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, that's a little messed up. But <laughs> I, I like it, Hermione, because she's usually the goody two-shoes, you know, followed by the rules. Yeah, I think that made it a little softer of a reveal, having someone like that do it. Right. Because then you think, oh, she must have a good reason for it. It must not be too bad if, if Hermione's doing it. Right. Anything Any- else on, on yeah, Goblet of Fire? Otherwise, I have a couple questions for you now um no that was um other than that you know great book loved it uh i just need to express my feelings there (laughs) uh dirk go ahead so first can you now rank the four books you've read from from last to best um i think it's just um backwards order where we go four down to one um, I mean, all have been great, but I think ranking wise, yeah, backwards order four to one, which would be one to four of them. So, so Dirk Goblet yeah, is best. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. four yeah, through yeah, two I, in book I order. A lot of numbers out Go- there. Sorry. Goblet, Azkaban, <laughs> Chambers, Stone. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought you meant, but I was a little confused. That's why I love you, Hambit. You get me. 
Well, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> okay. I don't know about that. All right. My next question, which uh, I mean, I, this is my favorite book and movie. I think I've said that before, but I won't ask too many questions but maybe save it for when you're actually done. But I am curious what you thought about, um, uh, what's her name? Madam uh, Maxime, right? The headmistress. What did you think about the uh, book, like the Hagrid and her, uh, you know, getting a little together, you could say, in the book? <laughs> um, in the movie, they kind of show a glimpse of that, where they, mm. they more like show like Hagrid. Like they tease it a little bit. Right, yeah, right. It's more of Hagrid kind of being in love with her, or a little smitten with her a little bit. Yeah. Where in like the books, or in the book, they kind of, they dive into that, and then the whole like, her possibly being part giant too. I don't think they really touched on that in the movie at all. And like, cause she was offended when Hagrid asked her about it. Yep. Um, I, yeah. Why I'm asking is because exactly what you both said. They, they like, they teased it. That was a good way to put it in right. the movie. But in the books, there's a little bit more. It's like, Oh, this actually seems like quite a good connection. Right. So um, how far was- into, into order of the Phoenix are you? Uh, just into chapter three, he's still at his aunt and uncle's at this point. He hasn't left, but I think he's about to leave shortly. But he, I mean, the whole thing with the Dementors and Dudley, that, that, that happened in like the first chapter. So that's all happened. Sure. But yeah, not, not too far. All right. Last question. What did you think about Cho Chang? Book, book Cho Chang. Um, well, they do... I guess highlight more of Harry's kind of crush on her. I did. I was kind of thinking they would have more. I don't know if they do maybe in order of the Phoenix or what, but they, that kind of like highlight more them like relationship wise, I guess, like, or communicating with each other in a way. It was more just kind of like your classic sixth grade crushes on each other when either of them talk to each other or anything. They kind of yep. just like, they like look at each other and know, but don't actually say anything to each other. And that's all it really was in the book. I felt. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good way to put it. And I don't know if, if you think the same handbone, but like Neil said, it's I, we were in sixth grade or whatever it was reading it. And I'm like, oh, Cho Chang, she's, she seems great. Yeah, they, they definitely added or developed it more in the book than in the movie. In the movie, it was just like, oh, Harry finds her attractive. So he's going to ask her to the ball. That's it kind of yep. came out of nowhere. True. In the book, mm-hmm. there's at least a little more um, reasoning behind it. Yeah, I don't remember they touched on the movie. I didn't realize she was on uh, Hufflepuff, right? She, or she Ravenclaw? Ravenclaw. I, I yeah, didn't but she, she liked or she was dating Cedric Hufflepuff. Well, we'll, we'll right? get there in a second. But she, I didn't realize she was the, the seeker on their team. I don't think yeah. they touched on the movie. I don't know if her and Cedric were actually dating. They went to the ball together. I, I don't. That aspect they didn't really like confirm in the book or not. Yeah, Harry's got yeah. a type. Seekers are bust. <laughs> I guess. Fair. Any other brain busters, Dirk? <laughs> no, I, I I do have a lot. I, I mean, again, I I could ask questions about this book forever. I, I think but I I'm going to save it. Yeah, for we'll, we'll have a save it for the end. A full episode or two of, sure. of the books and movies, probably drafter yeah. ranking or a couple, maybe one of each when it's all said and done. Um, but let's move on then to our little food talk. And one or both of these guys are going to take the lead this week. I think our friend Dirk volunteered. He's, he's the one that kind of thought of the list for us today. April Fool's, Hambone. <laughs> April Fool's. Uh, it's a little past that. Even when the idea was suggested, it was well past it. Uh, t- 
teach their own memory. <laughs> no, but yeah, so we, as, as everybody knows, this podcast is all over the place, which is why I personally love it. Um, but yeah, we decided, I think, I think it, I don't know who originally thought of the idea. It kind of stemmed from let's talk about pizza to let's talk about favorite topping to let's talk about favorite type of crust. And it's kind of evolved now into as, as I'm glad you said at the start, Hambage, an Americanized version of Italian food. <laughs> so bear with us on that. Don't judge us on that, but to start, um, yeah, I mean, it's basically just going to be kind of riffing off each other on our favorite dishes slash toppings slash whatever else um, of American slash Italian food. So to start, um, I think, well, actually, let me ask you a question. Where would you rank Italian? If you're going to go out to dinner on a Saturday night, would Italian be one of your top choices? It's definitely floating in that top three. Yeah. I, um, that. I mean, the other two. You. Okay, I mean, yeah. So you have, you know, like your Mexican cuisine that's in the top three as well. Yeah. The the other one in the top three though is one I wouldn't be able to pinpoint. So maybe I would say like it, it's definitely in the top two up there. I agree. Um, I don't know. Hamage, what what do you what are your thoughts on that? It's it's not unless you're counting pizza in the Italian. I am. It's it's not something that I'll often suggest or push for myself, but I'll never say no to it. Absolutely. If there's like no group consensus <laughs> and someone says, "Oh, let's go to insert random Italian restaurant here," I I I wouldn't object to that. Right. But there's That's usually whether it's a burger place or Mexican or whatever, I'll usually pick something like that over Italian most of the time, at least. But if if it's suggested and there's no no other argument against it, I, I'll I'll never have any any qualms about get Italian on any given night. Yeah. I mean, I, what makes it great is it's like a good go-to, like usually there is something for everyone, you know, everyone like noodles is hard not to please someone. And you know, there's like always gonna be something for someone there. Yeah. Cause even if you go someplace for the first time, you can always just get spaghetti. Sure. And unless it's the worst restaurant ever, that's at least going to be passable at, at the very worst, I'd say. I agree. And I also, to backtrack here, I, I thought I knew you pretty well, Hambone, but this is surprising <laughs> to me. It's very surprising to me. I, you have a love for Devani's pizza, pizza, which I'm sure we'll get into. And I remember multiple times going to the Eau Claire Olive Garden with you and you having a blast. Oh, I mean, I, I enjoy Olive Garden and that's American Italian food. right? So there. here's here's the thing with that. Um, for anyone who's listed, our friend Chris, who comes on for the drafts, he doesn't have a very wide palate, I guess we can say. He's got a very narrow... Time out. Time out. Do you have a wide palate? Wider than his. He's got a very narrow <laughs> tree of, of where he'll go and what food he'll eat. So if we're going out as a group, it's always kind of dependent on him, on where we go, if they're going to have something that he would deem acceptable for, for the food that he likes. He's, he's very simple in his, in his appetite. It's kind of burgers, pizza, cereal, pasta, and salad. That's about it. Um, so Olive Garden obviously fits into that. And for whatever reason, we don't really go there here at home, but it just kind of became our go-to when we would go visit Eau Claire after we graduated, if we go up for a weekend, 
we would always just go there for dinner one night and it was it, it was we cater to chris maybe a little too much if if you if you ask us i think that's probably the popular sentiment there but um that's kind of how the the eau claire olive garden thing got going it was just an easy place that we knew no one would um say no to yeah that's fair i guess looking back on it and and i didn't join you every time i know but a few times i did and looking back on it i think that is a good explanation and I do agree. However, I, I really do wish Chris was on here right now to discuss both of your food palate wideness. I feel like there would be some butting of heads here. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, next draft, we'll have to ask him. Side note. I guess so. All right. Well, anyways, that was a good uh a good uh discussion, I guess you could say. We'll 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 table that until next time with Chris. So to start, we'll get, we'll get into um, hopefully some nice debates here. Your favorite type of noodle, pasta noodle. And I'm speaking, I think, again, I I guess if we're going to lean into the American Italian version of this, let's go that you're making, you know, no, I take that back. Just straight noodle type, but don't get too crazy with it. What, what would even be a crazy noodle type? Well, because I was looking up, basically, I was looking up a lot of, you know, options for for these questions. And there's just more more so when you look at like a signature Italian dish, which we'll get into, there's stuff that it's like, what well, I have no idea what that even means. And that's where I'm like, I think, uh, I don't even know if we can discuss this. I've, I don't have enough uh, information on, on these dishes to talk about it. If that makes sense. I mean, you're the one leading the discussion. We can talk whatever okay, you want. Neil, okay, Neil. <laughs> I've got to go angel hair. That's that's my go-to. Um, whenever I make pasta at home, if I'm making spaghetti, it's, it's usually angel hair, nine out of 10 times probably. Um, I don't really know what it is about it versus just the, the regular spaghetti noodle that I like more, but it just hits the spot. But rotini is very good. Um, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but the the bow tie, the like the far far foul far fi, you know what I'm talking about? Bow tie. Yeah, the bow tie. Everyone knows the bow tie. I don't know know how to pronounce the actual name, but that that one is good. Um, it's really like we said before. It's it's hard to pick a bad noodle if you're making pasta. Um, but for my if I had to pick one, I'd go with angel hair. Okay. Good answer. Neil? Hmm. Unlike Cambridge, I actually have a defined favorite. I'm not going to say I like every single one because everyone's like, well, everyone likes every single one. I did say Angel Hair is my top choice. Yeah, but then you kind of like, uh, yeah, like I uh, but I like these two. One. I like Bowtie. You know, I like Rotini. I don't, don't want to leave them out. Yeah, I'm not going to rattle off every type of noodle, but <laughs> everyone knows like seven other ones. Everyone knows every noodle is good. You know, there's no denying that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so my number one. I'm going to go with penne. And the reason why is because, you know, with like spaghetti, angel hair, you get it on, you get the sauce on the outside, but in this one, you can get the flavor on the inside. So it's a double kind of flavor bite as you go through it. And it's always my go-to. I mean, I make a lot at home. I go to noodles and company. That's what I usually get there to the uh, penne rosa. I believe that's what it's called there. Always a great go-to. I don't know. 
Dirk, what, what, what about you? What are you thinking? I do agree with that. That's I think for me, I think what Hambridge was saying, which I get is that that's like your angel hair hambone is like the classic. It's, it's always hitting, so to speak, as the kids would say, it's always hitting. <laughs> and I think that's what Neil's saying too. And I agree. And that's what I would was going to pick would have picked until the last few years. I've gotten very into the Cavatappi type of noodle. And that I think again, Americanized Italian food, uh, pesto cavatappi at noodles. I love that dish. So that's that's where I'm at with that. I I will say recently too, the last couple of years, uh, lo mein. I love lo mein, and that noodle I think is also phenomenal in a different, not Italian obviously, but that's a great noodle as well. But I'm going cavatappi. I think you all actually had some pretty good answers. As much uh, shit as we were giving you, Nambo. Good answer. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Next we have, we're going to get into pizza now. Um, so let's go, let's start with favorite type of pizza crust. We'll start at the crust. Neil, down to you. I mean, similar to the noodle, every type of crust has a special place in my heart. You know, you can't go wrong with a lot of them. Uh, what I'm going to go with is the wood fire pizza. And the reason for that, it, it I feel like it gives the perfect amount of crunch on the outside and also soft texture on the inside of the crust that you can't, I mean, for me, that's what I'm always looking for. I don't want something that, I mean, you get the cracker thin pizza, pizza, that's good too. It's all crunch, but you kind of get best of both worlds where it's like the hand tossed and then the, the crunchness as well. And then you get the burntness of the wood fire pizza. It gets a nice little, little extra flavor too. So I just feel like you can't go wrong with the wood fire pizza. Hambone? Can't argue with that. Um, wood fire is always good if you can find a spot that has it. But I typically just get whatever the the traditional regular crust is. Um, I don't always eat the crust on pizza, so wow. the, the the crust actually. One of those type of people coming I've... from a guy who is just ripping on our our good friend Chris Kuna about his palate. Interesting. <laughs> also, hit to interrupt. Would that so that would be considered hand toss then? If I'm not mistaken. Um, it, it depends on the place. So okay. like Pizza Hut is the hand tossed and the pan. And I honestly don't taste much difference there. But if you went to like a legitimate Italian restaurant and and ordered a pizza, there'd probably be some sort of difference between them. Um, but whatever their just standard pizza is, wherever the whatever the restaurant is, is typically what I would go with. Occasionally I'll get thin crust. Um, that's usually what I get for frozen pizza is, is thin crust really because it's, it's kind of weird reasoning. I don't necessarily want to reheat frozen pizza later. And so I can eat a full, okay. a full yeah. thin crust most That's usually, fair. but That's if it's, fair. if it's a thicker crust, I can't, I depending on how hungry I am or how big the pizza is, I don't always finish it. And then I put some frozen pizza pieces of pizza in the fridge that I end up never eating. So that's fair. I was going to do the thin crust so I can get my money's worth out of that. But for like restaurant pizza, usually just whatever the traditional or, or normal standard crust is what I get. Cause I, since I don't always eat the crust. It's, it's not that big a deal on what's, what style or type it is for me. That, that really is a fair point. I think about the frozen pizza, which we'll table that. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, so for me, I'm going to go, and I've thought about this a lot. My, my answer for my favorite 
type of pizza crust is Detroit style. But if I had to answer for what type of pizza crust I would eat, like like one type of pizza crust forever, I go with Neil as a, a wood fired, like, you know, crust that's crispy yet kind of soft at the same time. I could eat that forever. But my favorite to indulge in is the Detroit style. However, I don't think you could, anybody could argue you could eat that forever because you have like two pieces and you're full because it's so thick. But I love Detroit style. You find a good Detroit style place and it's over. It's over for any other uh, pizza place in the city for me. Yeah, I think what's kind of great about the Detroit style too, it's not something that every pizza place has really. Yeah, true. You know, it's which kind of like, kind of like the wood fire too where it's like i can't do that at home either unless i buy an actual oven specifically for Mm -hmm. that so it's not something that's easily accessible all the time unless you go to a restaurant which kind of like makes it better in a sense at least in you know like in mentally when you think about it yeah i agree and i guess honestly it's it's a good i i the questions we've had that we've talked about before i've thrown in a few more here's one of them so it's a good segue favorite frozen pizza brand I'm trying Let's to go think, handbone first. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what the and, brand and I is. guess brand slash style. Though um, I think we know what you're going to say, handbone. It's it's not Jacks. That's that's for sure. Um, <laughs> okay. Although that that was that was the best. No, not Jacks. Uh, Want to elaborate on that? Roma. Roma. Do you guys ever Don't have like Roma? Roma? Dude, Roma's trash. Yeah, oh, terrible. yeah, it is. Terrible. We, we got I was it. like, Jack's isn't bad for a cheap yeah, frozen pizza, like, but Roma like, is what? like literally no, like a Ritz cracker. Happened on top of there. <laughs> no, because as soon as you said a frozen pizza, it, it right back to college where yep. we ate, where yep. we ate tons of frozen pizza and, and Roma, Roma was, was yeah. literally a dollar per pizza. It was always the cheapest. Yep. Always. They'd advertise it for 10 pizzas for 10 bucks, but they were just a dollar yep. anyway. And so we'd, and, we'd, we'd go to the store and we'd each get like five to 10 pizzas each. And our mm-hmm. freezer was just chock full of, of these terrible cardboard <laughs> frozen pizzas. But, you know, in college, that's what you did. And then we, we upgraded, quote unquote, to, to Jack's later on. And that was like the next, the next step up. And, well, I yep. will say you're, what you said a little bit ago about the thin crust Roma, even though it was terrible. Being able to be like, all right, I'm eating, I'm eating this whole thing for dinner and I don't, I'm not wasting money, even though it's like you said, $2. It's like, okay, this is going to fill me up one, excuse me, $1. This is going to fill me up and I don't need to like heat up some terrible pizza. Shout out Ryan Hamilton had the, uh, put a glass of water in the microwave and it fixes the frozen pizza. Make sure you use that glass cup, not a plastic one. Microwave safe. Yeah. Anyways, Hambone, continue with your thoughts. I've never done that. Does that actually work? Uh, I mean, you could argue either way, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, he, I he was know. very set on it, but I personally couldn't find too big of a difference. Did you ever try with your fries, Dirk? Because I feel like that's no, the biggest deciding factor. That might microwave right. fries versus like the fresh one's a big difference. So. And also, yeah, versus like a jack, like a two slices of Jack's frozen pizza with a glass of water probably does nothing versus some fries. Yeah, right. I'm actually probably going to say I really like Bellatoria. Okay. That that one's that one's like pretty that solid. Um, the the Target brand Good and Gather is is fine. Um, but Bellatoria has been my go-to for a while now. Okay. I like that. I like that. Neil. Um, yeah, go, for going 
Jack's has always been a good to go to. It's not too expensive. Um, but there's been some other ones recently that come out. They're a little more, they're a little more pricey, but you can definitely taste a difference. Like ones called um, lots of matzo, screaming Sicilian, those types. Like, you, you know, you pay a little bit more, but you can definitely taste the difference when you, mm. you pay the few extra dollars too. For sure. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I mean, you both are, you both are right. Mine is, uh, I would say for shut up frozen pizza. I like the one where it's like a, a rectangle and you cut it in squares. I've always liked that one because it's kind of the mix between the super thin crust and then the like, uh, what's it called the rising crust. And when I was younger, I was all about the rising crust. And now that I've gotten older, and I mean it's all trash anyways. But now <laughs> that I've gotten older, like the rising crust just doesn't taste good, no matter the brand, DiGiorno, whatever it is. It it always just I don't know. It doesn't get cooked all the way through typically. And if you get too much like, dough on frozen pizza, yeah, it's it's just it's no good. Yep. There's, I've never, I've never found a good doughy frozen pizza. Not that I've been looking for it, but when I've had it, it's just, it, it's definitely far below most others. I remember DiGiorno would always try with a little, little gimmicks. They would do like a little combo package where it'd be like DiGiorno with like wings in the box or DiGiorno like cookies in the box. Hmm. Do you guys remember seeing those at all? No, that's awesome. I mean, I worked in a, I worked in dairy frozen at grocery store. So that's the type of stuff I saw all the time. And I'd be like, no one else is doing that. You think that's going to work? And clearly didn't because that's not on the <laughs> shelf anymore. Speaking of that, I, I wish I could remember what brand it was. I But I tried last time I went grocery shopping. I got a couple pizzas of a different, and I'm blanking on what it's called. But they included in the pizza like a packet of honey hmm. to, to, I guess, spread on the pizza. And I've never heard of that before. And it was recently? Yeah, I've still got one. I've still got one in my freezer um, to eat eventually. But but the the one I had a couple nights ago, it I was looking at the back for how long to cook it, and it said, you know, it had instructions for thawing the packet of honey. I'm like, what the hell is a honey packet doing with my pizza? Was it a pepperoni pizza? Uh, I was. I think it's hmm. signature wood fired uncured pepperoni with spicy honey drizzle frozen pizza from Target. Oh wow! It's like you almost read it from somewhere. I maybe did. What uh, what what brand is that? Uh, it's Good and Gather. It's oh, your it brand. Is. It's your brand. Yeah, that's definitely the one. It, it honestly look. I'm very intrigued. Looks good. It was okay. Was it? Mm. It, was, it, was it was okay. It was, it was okay. It, it, it was fine. It's it was frozen pizza. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. While we're still on I, pizza I really, here, go ahead, Dirk. No, I was just gonna say I really like Hamage's explanation of the. Th- for frozen pizza, the thin crust, because you can actually eat that or eat most of it and then not have to deal with the the microwave, just gross tasting leftovers. And I, I feel like, and maybe you guys can see if you agree or not, but the crust, I feel like the, the ingredients, the cheese and the meat, if you get that, there's not a lot of difference from brand to brand, but the crust or the or the dough can be kind of a determining factor of how good a frozen pizza is. And if it's a thin crust, yeah. it's just less of a factor. Sure. Agreed. So, Hambitch, I had, so I have some family in Minnesota. I, now that we're talking about frozen pizza, I remember them mentioning Hedgie's pizza. Yes. Hedgie's is good. It's very cheesy. Okay. Um, but I, it, it's I just good. remember that they talked very highly of it. Well, especially because I know their one son was going to college at Madison, actually. And he only was able to find it at some gas station. He was like really hyped about that, that he could find it down in Madison. But yeah, they for a frozen pizza, I remember them talking very highly of it. Yeah, it's good. 
Yeah, never heard of it. Have they? Speaking, you said Family Minnesota. Have they? Do you know what their their thoughts are on on black sheep or any like the local pizza places? Uh, the extent of that conversation was just to hedges at that point. So no, I I, I don't I Fair don't enough. know. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So no, black sheep is is I think it's fine. I think it's a, a little overrated in my book, but it's it's very highly regarded as one of the best pizza spots in the state. Is that uh? So it's I assume it's a well known. Is it like multiple locations or just like one in like the downtown uh, area or something? I think there's two. Maybe there's one in Minneapolis, and there might be a second one. I've only had it a couple times. Um, is that is that like a carryout place, or is this frozen pizza still? Uh no, it's an actual restaurant. Okay. Uh they've got they've got a few places actually, but two of them are temporarily closed right now or one is temporarily closed sure they might still be doing yeah. like probably takeout or something while they're closed yeah but i think i think minneapolis is the the flagship if you will location sure okay cool i want to try that yeah all right so continuing the pizza chat what is your favorite as that everybody can probably guess where we're going with this what is your favorite pizza topic Neil, you start. So sometimes I'm just a man of simple things. You know, I like the simple things in life. A true it- <laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> a true Italian pizza, in my understanding, is pretty much just, you know, the sauce, the cheese, the basil. So I'm going to go with that. Just, you know, kind of more like a margarita pizza. You have the little, you know, chopped up or like the slices of tomato with the basil on top. So I'm going to go with something simple like that. You know, everyone's going to like it. It's easy to enjoy. It's not going too over the top, too crazy to anything. You know, you're going to like it. Yeah, I'm pretty simple as well. Cheese or pepperoni is, is what I'll go with. Pick one. Three, two, one. Cheese. I would say he, cheese? I don't know. Do we, is cheese a topping though? Yeah, I, I, I yep. Thank, glad you brought that. I'm going to say you so got you to, I would say pepperoni then for you. So then for yours, you're counting the basil or the tomato chunks as you're topping? Yes. Just, just yeah. to clarify. Yes. Okay. I mean, so that not every pizza say, has a chunk of tomato or basil on it, and and I would say every pizza has cheese on it, mostly. Fuck, but if, if the not. cheese is on top, isn't that technically a topping? It is, but it is. Yeah, I. I it's kind of I a gray area. We I got do here. not like that you're bringing us into this. Do we need to talk about right a cereal of soup again or what? <laughs> also, complete so. side note here, but Chris Kuna has answered our text, at all the listeners out here, and very confidently answered. Hambage has a has a wider palate. Let's 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 be completely truthful. He said Hambage easily. Yeah, was his exact answer. Yeah, it, it's not that I'm claiming some big victory because it's anyone who knows both of us knows that that's the correct answer. It's because, interesting to because the answer to who has a wider palette between Chris and anyone is going to be anyone unless that person is like four years old. I, I <laughs> I'm gonna hold off on my thoughts as Neil probably knows where I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna hold off on my thoughts. We're gonna save this for the next draft. I, sh- I shouldn't have even cut in here, but I just <laughs> I read that and I I'm flabbergasted to be honest. I, I cannot wait to discuss this further in, in the future. You're Anyways, gonna be, you're gonna be very disappointed by that discussion. I don't know Ambone if you don't if you if he's in the fall Ambon, of questions it can last for a while. Yeah Ambone have you forgotten Neil and I have guessed your dinner and there's three choices to pick from for like the last year. 
So I'm interested in, in Kuna's thoughts. All right. Well, we'll get to that, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyways, so Hamon picks cheese. I guess pepperoni. If I have to, if I have to say, wide pellets here going with cheese. Because I like that the best. Does it mean I don't? I refuse to eat anything else. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Okay. Good clarification. Dirk, you're up. I'm gonna go with jalapenos for me. I like the the added spice. I will say, after giving you all shit, I was gonna say garlic was gonna be an answer because I love some garlic on the pizza. But uh, jalapenos is what I'm going with in the end. Now, when you get that, do you get just the jalapenos or do you get? No, right. It's in addition to some other stuff. Sure. It, yeah. I guess when I think about it like that, cheese and jalapeno would be kind of weird. I, I wouldn't do that. So interesting. But uh, that for my, like when I'm getting a pizza with stuff on it, I, I want jalapeno on to complement the other toppings. Yeah, I'm in for the jalapeno. You get that like pepper crunch taste that you want sometimes too with a little yeah. kick to it. Because I mean, if I pizza, like if it doesn't have that, sometimes I'm putting some hot sauce on it or some of the red pepper flakes just give a little kick to it as well. But that yeah, kind of the jal- having the jalapeno on it by itself kind of does that for me. Agreed. Agreed. So next question going off that. What if you're at um, a pizza place, what is like your go-to order? That you're always gonna get. Like say there say you're getting three different pizzas, but there's one that you're always getting. What is it? Ham bone first. Probably just cheese, to be honest. Yeah. If I'm at so Devani's is a is a local pizza place. And um, so anyone in Minnesota, I'm sure knows knows of it. Um, they they have they have three different sauces. They've got the standard red sauce, they've got the white sauce. Just kind of like a garlic one, and then a pink sauce, which combines the two. I usually go cheese with pink sauce. I I like that answer because I I agree that um, it, it's especially at like Devonis, for example. It's you you know what you're getting. It's going to be very good, and I love the pink sauce. I love that. Actually. So is so that I like a vodka that. sauce type of thing? I think it's. L- Literally, so my, my one of my brothers worked there for a long time, and we asked him. He goes, "Yeah, it's just a mixture of the red and the white." So I don't know. I don't know if they literally like take. Oh, the you red, mean like uh, Baja Blast together? What? You know, you haven't seen the video with the Baja <laughs> Blast. It's essentially they did a taste test. They just mixed like a <laughs> regular Mountain Dew and blue Gator and a blue Powerade. They did 50-50. And they did a taste test and they couldn't tell the difference. Wait, really? I know where Neil was going with that because I saw <laughs> that too. And and I and I agree with him. It was a good uh, comparison. Yeah, very, sorry, I came out of left field with it. But yeah. very out of left field. So Hammond just what was perfect. That was that was very funny to me. I've honestly never heard of that. When did it- when did that happen? Like, when was the video released? Uh, one of our friends sent us a video. Was, I think it was like maybe a TikTok. Yeah, maybe uh, like a month ago. Hamble. Yeah, the color Not- isn't the same, but apparently whoever is doing the taste test was like, yeah, I can't tell a difference. So I personally have not tested it out yet. But just going off that video, I mean, I'm going to believe it, I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe I, I, mean, I, can, I can believe it. You know, at uh, weddings, how there's all or typically like a signature drink. Maybe it's a vodka homemade Baja Blast drink. <laughs> we could call it. We could call it like the the gnome boys juice or something. 
Is I just love the, see the wedding bar squirting out blue Gatorade sure. on, <laughs> on tap. On tap. <laughs> Or they've just got one of the, one of those like a, a twelve pack from from Walmart. They're just they're just cracking open the twenty ounce bottles, just dumping yeah, them in. Yeah. They're like, oh, like, no, no, no one orders this, but we got yeah. it for you, man. Is that what you're gonna have, Neil? Like, in a couple months? Uh, I guess it, so. Trust us. Baja Blast vodka. So if either that also has someone underneath the table. Yeah, Sophie's gonna come in like, yeah, I didn't approve this. What's going on right now? <laughs> just just trust the known boys. All right. <laughs> I don't know that you'd ever do that. I wouldn't blame her, honestly. All right. Um, where are we at here? Neil, Neil's up. Go Neil's to up. pizza order. Yeah. Yeah. I think I already kind of answered mine with the margarita pizza. True. That's true. So I think I'm going to stick with that. Keep it simple. All right. So I've, I've actually got the Devani's menu up. So the, the red sauce, zesty tomato and herb, white olive oil, garlic, and black pepper, pink. Word for word. Combination of red and white sauces. Oh, it's that simple then. It yeah, literally tells it, it, it actually that. is that simple. I would be on board with that combo. What? Okay, is that you said that's usually your go-to one, the combo yep. one? Yep. Don't blame you. But I do think the standard red is better the next day if you're not eating the whole pizza. Oh, agreed. I think that's the fair, pink sauce sure. is better when it's fresh. I think yep. the red sauce plays better on leftovers. That's fair. That's that's a very good point because I so my answer in the end here is I, I would go, I like a nice, um, these days I like, like Neil said, the f- wood fire pizza. And I like, um, even just like olive oil for the sauce and some cheese, even just like, uh, I like some sort of vegetable, whether it's like a green pepper or jalapeno, whatever it is. But I guess ideally I'd go jalapeno pepperoni and like olive oil, but what you just said, Amage, is a great point. When you heating it up the next day from a good pizza place, you got to go red sauce. Everything else is not as good leftover. Yeah, I mean, it, you you know it's going to be be good the next. Obviously, not as good, um, yep. but you know it's going to be it's going to be good. Anything else, you're kind of taking your chances. Yep. It'll be fine if not if nothing else. So, like the pink sauce on, on a leftovers is still perfectly fine, but but the regular red sauce just tastes better the next day. Agreed. Neil? Yeah, I'm on board with that, man. <laughs> I was hoping I, for I, If I disagreed, else. I would have let you know, but I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, man. I was hoping for something else. <laughs> All right, so now I'm going to go kind of a little backtrack. I, I honestly should have organized this better. All the listeners out there, Hambone is mostly, typically should be the leader, and I, I'm thrown onto the spot right now, so I, this is not organized how I would have done it. Anyways, favorite when you're at an Italian restaurant, whether it's Olive Garden, whether it's something legitimately Italian and, and nice, favorite appetizer. And I'm this might be my uh, – I'm very interested in, in the responses here. Do you want to go first or you want me to dive in first here? Oh, I want – I'm going Neil first. I think I picked Hamish last time. I want <clears> Neil <throat> first this time. Okay. So it's okay. It's kind of a cheat, cheat move here, but I have two answers for this. Okay. Okay. Just straight up favorite appetizer at we're, we're keeping it to like an Italian type restaurant, right? Yep. You, I mean, so, it's clearly Americanized too. So yes. Favorite American Italian restaurant. It's got, it's going to be the mod sticks. You know, it's got everything okay. you want, you know, everyone loves cheese, you know, and, and deep fried clearly cheese. Clearly somebody too. on this podcast loves cheese too. Favorite topping on a pizza. Nothing wrong with a little bit of cheese. <laughs> but no, it's great. You know, dipping the marinara, you can't go wrong. 
but the thing is like it's can you it's tough to have that going into a meal that's already going to be heavy with the cheese oh you know like you get you get an order of the mod sticks and then what you're going to dive into it heavy slice lasagna you're in for a tough night you know you're not you're gonna you gotta have a rock in your stomach that's using your head especially exactly with, with neil's example of lasagna very good point right like oh if i'm gonna get mod sticks and like a salad or something lighter as well perfect combination but i can't get the mod mm. sticks going to something heavy fair that will be like my my favorite one but i think the next one that i would want the best going into a heavier meal is a nice uh bruschetta my man that's what i was picking too and you know it's it's light it's i mean yes it's still bread but it's light enough you know yeah. it's it's delicious they can get different variations of it too I think it's a perfect, I guess, entryway into that uh, heavier dish you're about to have. I agree. And and all I'll say, because I, I you perfectly, I wasn't even going to give that background. That was perfectly said. I think for me, it was a good segue in, you get some, some fresh vegetables, some tomatoes, like the basil, you know, you get that on top and you feel not, you don't feel so heavy to start you feel right. like somewhat okay it's like oh this that is great and i had some vegetables in there some ref- light refreshing um kind of more like crisp uh tastes so yeah. i i'm i'm completely with you handbone thoughts i'm not a big appetizer guy in general okay. i don't often order appetizers um Mostly because I I often will eat too much of them. Fair. And then I won't eat as much of the main Fair. main course. But what Neil said about mot sticks, though those are the those are the number one choice if you're just going off of taste alone at most places. Um I calamari can can be good. Ooh, you're, sure. you're kind of taking your chances depending on where you are. Mm-hmm. Because I I feel mm-hmm. like I've only had it a few times. But it can really vary yep. on on how good it is. Um, the best I had, of course, I'm not blanking on. It was someplace downtown St. Paul. Um, it, was like, it was like a a work dinner. Um, shoot, I'm not gonna get it. But there was someplace, some nice place downtown St. Paul that was that was really good. But then you then you have it at other places, and it's just not quite up to par. So I feel like the nicer the restaurant, the better chance you'll have of it being being good but if you have you can find a good calamari that's that's pretty solid um obviously the olive garden salad and breadsticks not you know necessarily an appetizer in terms of what an app is but if you're just thinking something you're eating before the main course then kind of qualify there or or any sort of like free bread is usually going to be pretty good or good enough any place you go um some nice garlic bread or garlic cheese bread never hurts and it's, it's not strictly Italian, but Buca di Beppo has a really good uh, roasted garlic mashed potatoes, which which you can get, get obviously with your meal or before, but those are really good. But yeah, usually usually I'll stick to the main course and whatever they kind of dole out for free ahead of it. Yeah, I mean, I think that was that was perfectly said. I, I like, I really like, that's probably my second is calamari. I think that you explained it perfectly because like you said, mozzarella sticks or cheese curds, I guess, not really Italian, but one or the other, the fried cheese, that's taste-wise the best. But when you're complimenting it with a dish, I think the if you're going if you want something fried, you go with the calamari route. 
And it's, it's like you said, it's either it's hit or miss for me too. And part of that for me plays into the sauce you're dipping it in, whether it's like a spicy marinara or there's like the kind of the creamy, like more chipotle, or even there's like, I've had like the garlic, um, kind of what garlic white, like maybe like lemon type sauce. Mm, Sure. And that's all like, like that stuff all, uh, depending on where it is. And like Hamish said, depending on the, that the calamari in general, it could be amazing or it could be like, Oh, this isn't so good in the end. So yeah. great and then, answer. And bad calamari does not, at least for me, yeah. does, not, does not sit well afterwards. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. All right. So that leads me into now appetizers leading me into what's your favorite, just Italian or American Italian dish. If you're at a restaurant, you're already there or past the calamari mozzarella sticks, whatever it is, bruschetta, what are you ordering to eat? What's your go-to? What's your, let me rephrase this. What's your go-to? Like that you're like, I know this is going to be good. Slash, Hammond, you made me think of this. If you're at a restaurant that you're like, oh, I might indulge. It's could be hit or miss. I might indulge in this. Give me both like your go-to and then like your, if, if it was perfectly made, your like other dish that's like my favorite perfectly made type Italian food. So I, I think my favorite would be chicken scampi. Okay. It's got the, got the angel hair pasta, got the vegetables, yeah. okay. got the chicken, obviously um, made it a few times at home. Um, it's, it's super good. Um, and I don't really deviate too often. So when I go to a restaurant, if I know the, the menu there's usually only like one or two things that I will get like Chipotle, Jersey Mike's, you name it. I have a go-to order and 99% of the time, that's exactly what I get. Um, any sub place, it's whatever their Italian sub is. That's, that's what it is. Um, so I don't know that I have an answer on if I would indulge. I mean, spaghetti and meatballs, or like or stuffed ravioli, something like that. Something simple is going to be the safe choice anywhere you go. Um, but I guess chicken scampi would be, since I like it so much, that'd probably be the one I try if I went to a new place. I like that. I, I like that answer. Neil? Uh, I'm going to go with lasagna. And the reason I'm going with that is you essentially get everything stuffed into this nice cube on your plate. And every single bite is usually is going to have like a nice... I guess combination of everything that's in that lasagna in each bite. Whereas like other noodle dishes, you might like, you know, poke around if you want to get everything on one bite. Usually every lasagna bite for the most part has a good combination of everything that's in there already. So you kind of get like the reason you got the dish because you like everything that's in it. So you get every bite with that ingredient kind of all just works out well. What's something I like to maybe indulge in? It was your like your second part of your question here. Mm-hmm. Hambage mentioned ravioli, but if there's like a type of ravioli that's something like different or some, some ingredients inside, you know, the noodle, that's not kind of, I guess the norm I'll kind of find interesting. And I maybe would like, like to dive in that as well. Hmm. Okay. Hamon thoughts. I agree. Good. Yeah. Well, good thoughts. He yep. concurs. Mm-hmm. I concur. Both good answers. Mine, mine, Similar in a way, my so my if I'm at a place where it's on the menu and I, nothing else is sticking out, I'm going to go with uh, rigatoni. 
I like the the mixture, the noodles slash the mixture of the meat and cheese. It all, it, I mean, similar to what Neil said about lasagna, it, it's close, uh, but a little bit different, of course. But that to me is always whether it's like a you know it comes out and I'm like, well, this isn't great. It still is, still is pretty good. Uh, but what I've gotten into recently, and what I think it, when it's made well is risotto, specifically mm. some chicken and mushroom sure. risotto. I had one recently with. It was mushroom risotto with a, a grilled chicken breast on top. It was phenomenal. So that w- that's what my, at least at the moment, that's what my go-to would be. Can't go wrong there. Sounds delicious. Can't go wrong there. All right. <clears throat> so I got two more with me. Hambone, I know you've never tried Fazoli's, but I'm asking Neil. Olive Garden or Fazoli's? Fast food Italian restaurant slash Hambone, if you want to jump in as a fast food Italian restaurant place. I'm speaking more pasta wise right now. Cause I do have another different question for you after this. So I guess, let me rephrase it. Neil. Who's supposed to go first yeah, here? <laughs> I, was, I was trying to include Hambone. Right. I never tried Fazoli's, but to Hambone's credit before I went to Eau Claire, I'd never tried Fazoli's either. And I think Mark and Mark Wickstrom and Neil, Made me yeah, I, I had so. it as a kid growing up and stuff too. I mean, I've also had Olive Garden as a kid as well. Um, I don't, I mean, you know, nothing against Fazoli's or anything, but when it comes to like the quality of that, uh, it's Olive Garden and Fazoli's are, are not exactly close. Um, the kind of the fun part of Fazoli's though is like it's like similar to like a Culver's type of thing where you order at the counter and then they bring it to your table still. Uh, but then like every so often an employee will have like a basket of the, um, the breadsticks and then kind of deliver it to you as you go, instead of just like giving you a basket, like Olive Garden does. Yep. Um, but yeah, I guess when it comes down to the two of them, I, Olive Garden based on like variety quality, I hands down. Yeah. I'm with you. That, that, that is a, I would love to hear Hamish's thoughts, but I think that's an easy answer in the end. I, th- I think honestly, in the end, we need we also need the two of us when we surprise Hamage, which I think we <laughs> might need to make a, a vlog. You know what a vlog is, Hambone? Enlighten me. No, I've never heard of that. Oh, really? Like a <laughs> like a video? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, uh, when we surprise you, we we truly maybe just need to strap a GoPro on our heads and surprise Hambone. Oh, I do have one. Which is what we're doing. Yes, which is what we're going to do this summer. First stop, Hambone Fazoli's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you are short on cash, I, Fazoli's is, is a good option then because it's true. definitely going to be cheaper than Olive Garden. That's true. It 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 really is. It's like seven dollars for like a whatever lasagna yeah they usually have a lot of different like combo situations too it just won't be as a have as much variety in the menu as olive garden as you said fazoli's yeah. it's it's an order at the counter type place yeah mm-hmm. it's similar to you know how like culver's is run where you like you order Ooh. at the counter and then they like they bring it to you at your table like fazoli's my, okay. what, I, what I remember is sim- it's similar to that. You don't you what, don't have a waiter or anything. You just order the counter, they bring it to you. Yeah. When you guys have been to Minnesota, did you ever go to Cassetta's down by the XL? Mm, no. Doesn't sound from XL's in St. Paul, right? Yep. I guess I never, besides going to the Capitol, I'd not really spend a lot of time in St. Paul. Okay. So Cassetta's is, is an Italian place, but it, it's like an order at the counter, but then you like get your food and take mm-hmm. it to the table. But that, okay. that place is, is really good. Um, so when you come surprise me, we can maybe do a Cassetta's <laughs> Fizzoli's one day apart and compare them. Cassetta's is super in. good. And then they've got an attached, um, it's called like Louie 
that's like an actual more traditional restaurant, which is also quite good. But Cassetta's is it's a at least in in St. Paul area, it's super famous, super popular, um, pretty pretty good pretty good place. And cool. all right, so now I have I have two more um, questions. Last food question before I get into dessert. What is your favorite uh, fast food or not fast food, but what's your favorite pizza, like delivery, pickup, whatever you want to call it, pizza place, not sit down, pizza place, like a pizza hut, et cetera. Hambone first. I mean, does Devani's count in this? I guess. Then, then Devani's pizza hut is great because it's, it's so cheap. If you're looking to save a little money, you can just get like a large pizza for like nine or 10 bucks. Um, Devani's will be probably twice that for the same, same size. Um, Devani's I like better. It's, it's better quality. It's, it should cost more, but if you just need something quick and easy and, and inexpensive pizza, I like well enough. Um, then there's obviously topper sticks, my man, my not man, toppers pizza, answer. man. I was okay. Not toppers well, pizza. Yeah. I knew. <laughs> it's topper sticks is it's, it's shocking. I don't know if you guys agree how different the quality is of their pizza to their sticks. They should be the same thing you'd think, but their pizza is just not that good. Every once in a while I will, I'll get sucked into trying the pizza and I'm disappointed every time. Yeah. I'm honestly really, I was hoping, I guess I should have backed up and said no to Vani's because that's a, it's a perfectly fair answer because you're right. You're right. Two times I've had it. You're totally right. But I wanted more of like a Domino's Toppers Pizza Hut debate. With that being said, I will count your topper stick answer as your answer because that was perfectly said. It's unbelievable how much better topper sticks are than most pizza places slash their own pizza. Yeah, it's I I don't understand how (laughs) that can how that can happen. Right. I remember, I, I think, I mean, I had toppers in Eau Claire, or sorry, before Eau Claire. And it was like, I was like, whatever. But getting the topper sticks and even the different flavors, it's like, what? How, this exists versus just, pe- why wouldn't I just always get topper sticks? That that and El Patio are unmatched for late night food. What's your El Patio order? Uh, chicken. What burrito. was everyone's El Patio order? Chicken meal <laughs> with with no beans. Um, oh. the oh. the medium sauce salsa. Oh, medium guy, huh? Um, what even else options were there? Was that it? <laughs> I know, was, honestly, it's it so it right. literally it right. Rice, like, beans, salsa, and then if you wanted a meat in there too. Yeah, that's all it really is. I don't think they had cheese or anything in there. No vegetables. It was just those. Yeah, I mean, what a business plan! Just streamline that stuff. It, I mean, it, right. it. You you both, it's perfectly said. It it that was the perfect college business plan because I remember going to Madison, of course, many times, and you're at Qdoba, which Chipotle idiots aren't open late night, so it's like idiots. You don't go there, idiots. You go to <laughs> you go to Qdoba, and there's times where it's just you're you're out the door waiting because it's like, do you want queso? Do you want lettuce? Queso costs more. Do you want do you want some guac? Yeah, it's like what sauces like do you want? Like, All of wait, which options. one? What did you say? Which ones? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't. Well, you wanted green and not red. All right, I'll remake it. Then. <laughs> like, all right, idiots. And just the and flat like, five dollars even. <laughs> yeah, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, I mean, the line would be out the door, but you'd be, 
You'd oh, be yeah, moving. it was going quick. No, but but I'm saying like the line Qdoba Madison out the door all the time back in the day. Maybe still, who knows? I mean, of course, COVID, but who knows now? But like you both were saying, it's there's a big ass line at El Patio, but it moves. It moves fast. It moves like Neil and I would be moving at the pickle dance floor. <laughs> Hambone doesn't know what's oh, baby. That, but it would be moving. Dude, I'm moving more on the brat dance floor versus oh. the pickle. The pickle didn't really have a dance floor. It's kind of like the bar slash Fair. people want to dance. Sure. Like no one's going to judge you for it. Oh, it's 630 in the morning on Pickle Palooza. <laughs> yeah, I guess I can move my body in here. Hambone, on the other hand, Neil and I working our way over to Brat. Hambone just sitting here texting us. Hey, I have a three fish in my fish bowl at Pio. What are you guys doing? What? Joke didn't hit, huh? <laughs> I Where I was if, going with that. I didn't know that if that Hambo, was a joke or like in a Hambo, literal reference a joke. to something. It was a very bad joke. I, it is better in my head. I was but also confused. Hambone, Hambo, where I was going with that is that Hambone loved the fish bowls at Pio. Oh, I did too. I, did I was going to say, it's not just some weird thing that only I liked. <laughs> no, Every, no, no, no. I did too. It. I did too. I did too. But Hambone is a Pio fish bowl guy. Is that, is that fair to say? That's fair to say. Thank you. But you, that, you, that, you say it, you say no, it. There's no like you yeah, say it yeah. like they weren't good, but for some weird reason, I still liked them. Yeah, they were also yeah. reasonably priced fish bowls compared. Was coming... it was it was it Wando's on Madison? Yes. Was it like what twenty dollars at Wando's? Yes, or like the five dollars at Bio. Exactly, and like they're like what they didn't have like specific flavors. They're like, what do you like? Yeah, we'll, we'll make it for you. This is coming out very incorrectly. We were with Hamage at Pio. We love the pile fish bowls. I just meant like Neil and I were maybe being stupid, stupidly dancing our way to Brat, where Hambone was like, "Why didn't you enjoy another fish bowl with me?" I, it, it, it wasn't. Hey, if, uh, if the group was going to the Brat cabin, I'd be, right, I'd be looking, right there with we're, you. We're looking. Yeah, too and that means it's about one thirty in the morning, and you got a a close little time gap to get over there too. Yeah, yeah. And then Hambone will be there for more than like forty five minutes. Hambone will roll in with the nice Boone's farm in his hand. Yeah, that's what the brow is known for. Have you ever had one of those since college? Yeah, a few times. Really? Yeah. How'd it taste? Still delicious. <laughs> I, I I'm glad you said that because I really want to try one again. I mean, it, it it's just it's it's juice. Yeah, true, true. Wasn't it Kenny who loved those? Yeah, we won't we won't tell that story. But yes. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. What? What? We're getting. One, very off track here <laughs> if one one good story um about boone's farm you guys know the game um beer ball where sure. you're you're on like a a table like a pong table or whatever and you you throw the ping pong ball and you hit their can you oh, can chug yeah. your own yeah yeah, yep. yeah 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 okay so so we did we did that one time with boone's farm Oh, that's a great idea if you want yeah, to it, was, it was a terrible idea. And then um, one of our friends who was with us, it was the first time he'd ever had Boone's Farm. And I think also the last time he'd ever had Boone's Farm. But every every time after that, that we would talk about it, he'd go, oh, Boone's Farm, that was so disgusting. It's like, yeah, because we were chugging carbonated fruit juice, of course mm-hmm. it's going to be bad. It tastes good right. if you drink it like it's supposed to, but he just refused to drink it anytime after that. But yeah, that was fair. one of the... Not one of the smartest, smarter choices we'd we'd make. Fair. Anyways, Neil, uh, fast food pizza place. What would you pick? Oh shit! I totally forgot the question. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, if we're going just strip national chains here, I don't know. I guess always Papa John's was always kind of like Ooh. if I'm going to get like a 
Papa's in the house. From yeah, Papa's in the house. Um, just kind of get you know to go pizza from a chain here. I, I don't know what it was. I don't know. They always had like you always get the dipping sauces, which a lot of other places can do that too. Do you but, use the the garlic sauce that comes with it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't necessarily use it for the main part, but the crust, which I guess you wouldn't know Hambage because you apparently don't eat the crust. Um, Good point. Uh, point. That's the that's the main dipping point there. Um, but what you is, said is with that, the is that what you would well i mean i gotta interrupt now i'm sorry but i, I need i mean you're already need, halfway through your question you <laughs> might as well finish it. yeah yeah but i need i because we're gonna we're gonna i'm trying to now keep it in line here so it's not I like need, i had another thought need, or something anything but okay. i need neil's yeah i apologize i need neil's papa john's dipping sauce order first oh it's the uh they had they had a garlic one and that's usually that's yeah i feel like that's the best one to choose from but they had more they did, but I never really got any other ones. So garlic, garlic. Yes. So then my next question, and then I'll stop. I promise. Hambone, what was your toppers stick sauce order? If I got a single order, I would just get marinara. If I got a triple order, I would get two marinara and a nacho cheese. Okay. Neil, thoughts on that? All right. So what I was going to say before Dirk, you know, decided <laughs> to skip his turn. Um, I Yeah, I would especially late night like i can seriously destroy some topper sticks i don't if anyone doesn't yeah. like them i don't understand but hambage like you said the topper sticks versus the actual toppers pizza it is a world of a difference it's kind of mind-boggling why but you know who knows um yes number one dipping sauce would be again they're they had a garlic one i don't know the right term for it but if i were to get multiple it'd be the garlic the marinara and then the nacho cheese Okay. Okay. All right, Derek, you can talk now. So are you set? <laughs> are you set, Neil, with your fast food pizza order? Uh or yeah, I felt like I established that. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't just, think so. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I'm just I'm just curious. You both have answered correctly in a good way. But my answer is the Domino's two for two or two for whatever it is, $11, the two medium pizzas, or you can mix and match with uh, breadsticks or whatever it is. So I'm going Domino's. I think that, I think that all three are interchangeable in their own way, but I like the, it's like, I think it's $11, maybe $12 and you can mix and match the pizzas or the breadsticks or the sub or whatever it is. And I like that flexibility. I think that uh, Papa John's and Domino's to me are very similar taste-wise. Um, so that the flexibility is what gets me with Domino's. Do you remember from Domino's? I don't think they have it anymore, but their um, their five 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 deal back. It would have been no. our like don't, senior no. year of high school. It was. It, it was sounds five, like a Burger King deal or something. It was five medium <laughs> pizza or three medium pizzas for five bucks each. Three medium pizzas. Okay. Now that you say that, I do remember that. So are like, we our, one our, topping or two topping? I would assume one topping. I, I think it was. I think it was just one. Yeah. Um, but so they had it. It was big. I think I was would have been our yeah our senior year of high school. I believe maybe junior year or both of them. Any any like half day or early release, we would order that and then just we would probably basically order that and watch Anchorman pretty much. So like that senior so, year, we we watched Anchorman. I don't know, good five, 10 times, however many times we got out, we got out early, but that take that me just back to that brings right back now. so many memories of just yeah, going to my buddy's back to, back, back to my buddy's house. No parents. Cause they're still at work. Just a half day pizza and anchorman. Just 
That or sounds amazing. Perfect for, for yeah. a little 17 year old. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. I mean, that that's, that's incredible. I love that. Um, all right. Any other thoughts on that? Okay. I think My good. last question and maybe hopefully you two have other, uh, things to throw in but my last question dessert wise it's kind of a two two for one what is your favorite dessert actually no i take that back delete that part hand bone gelato or ice cream i was not prepared for this question neil in go the first list of questions this wasn't on here but yeah i, I guess i guess we're, i guess we're gonna dive into it um <sighs> I don't, I don't really have a strong opinion one or the other. I guess I'll just say ice cream because I've had more of it in my life. Um, I mean, both are great. You can't go wrong with either of them. That, uh, no, pick one. I, I did ice cream. <laughs> but like, like, don't give me your answer and then give me like, you can't go wrong with either. You got you to gotta pick one. If you're, if you are looking at a store, gelato, the best tasting gelato in your life and then a, a just ice cream but no toppings just an ice cream flavor to your why room. is it just ice cream why isn't the best tasting ice cream with the best tasting gelato <laughs> no, that's what i'm saying i'm, I'm saying you're really kind of like trying no, no, I, I see what side you're on no no no, no yeah no, he's no, trying no. to weasel you're really no, pushing no, no, the no, no, gelato no, no, agenda no, no, here no, 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 no. that's what you think yeah he, he's been paid Disagree. off a big gelato i'm saying gelato best gelato on the left that's ice cream on the right, but there's no for the ice cream. There's no like toppings. There's no oh, yeah. sprinkles. There's okay, no yeah. Reese's peanut if butter we're, cups. If we're yeah, you didn't specify this. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm going saying. with the right. Yeah, you're going gelato. Obviously, yes. Okay, ham bun. I will say ice cream because I've never had gelato. Oh, ham bun. Do you want to try gelato? Sure. Next question, ham bun. Ice cream, cream or soft serve? Soft serve just brings you back to the cafe, Eau Claire. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Um, I don't I I you hate this answer, but I like them both. I don't necessarily have a strong preference of one over the other. Okay. Okay. I'm going ice cream. I'm going ice cream. But I love both your thoughts. Where, where is so that hard coming to from? the gelato? You're yeah, so right, right so in hard. your face, Neil. <laughs> right in your face. I feel like you changed your answer at the last second. No, there, I just didn't. To, just I'm to do going that. straight ice cream for sure. I, I'm not going straight like vanilla ice cream. I need not toppings, not toppings, but I need like a mint chocolate chip, maybe some uh, peanut butter oh. cup in my ice cream. But I'm going with that. July, I, I don't know. I, I'm going ice cream. That's weird because when you said ice cream, <laughs> you said I don't get any flavor or toppings. No, I said no toppings. <laughs> you get flavor. You get flavor. I you just assume topping. I just assume topping meant well, flavor. You're an idiot. Then. Well, someone did a terrible job asking the question. Ambon, Ambon, third party, toppings yeah. versus flavor. It's a difference. Yeah. Thank you. But the way you described it, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm gonna side with my guy Neil on this one. It was it was Kuna Kuna. Two gets one, you lose. <laughs> I need Kuna here. Toppings and flavor are very different. No, they that's are not, very that's, different. That's not the way we're, you were describing that's it. That's not though. what we're, All right, we're Neil, debating. You're, Neil, you're back at the uh, at the street. <laughs> Left gelato, any flavor gelato you want. Right, any flavor ice cream you want. 
what are you picking? Well, I, I think I you like whatever clarify. I pick. So for flavor is is like Rocky Road a flavor or yes. is it chocolate? Yes. Okay, so even though there's other components to it, it's not just a, the plain chocolate or vanilla Correct. strawberry flavor. This okay. goes back as to my original as answer. No to- as long as there's no sprinkling of things. Yes, this goes back it? to my original answer where I said ice cream because I was like, oh, I get all the variety where gelato doesn't have that. And you're like, no, you have to pick between you get gel- regular gelato and regular that with no toppings. And I was like, so, okay, we'll so it's on the tape. So if, run the tape, Hamlin. If a, if a flavor of ice cream has the add-ons built, if you will, into the ice cream, that's okay. But the exact same thing is sprinkled on top is not yes. okay? 100% what? yes. What because, is the difference? Because let me break it down. Apparently, for you Dirk makes the rules today. Let me break it down. I mean, who who's running the podcast? You guys made me run it, so I'm making the rules. Here's let me break it down. When you go to an ice cream shop, the Rocky Road flavor is there? Is there an extra price for a Rocky Road flavor? No. Is there an extra price for like cookie dough on top, sprinkles, hot fudge? That's extra. Correct. I'm going to find cost, a place that's free. Cost was not a factor the first time you set this up. But this is additional items. You, I need Chris you just Kuno wanted him this. to pick I his know favorite. Chris Kuno will agree with me. It had nothing yeah, I know to do with, with pick the best dollar value item. Well, yeah, but it's not fair to say pick a gelato, any flavor ice cream, but you can only pick like vanilla or sorry. You can only pick a gelato flavor, any flavor you want versus pick an ice cream flavor but you can only pick vanilla that's not fair right but if you're allowing something that has i think I whether it's, it's brownie I I bites or nuts or whatever it is and it's actually it's a part of the flavor you can't no- put brownie on top because then you can put brownie on top of gelato yeah I don't Eric, know this what is what you say. get for picking a question out on the agenda. This is what you two get for making me the host of this podcast. I am more of a complimentary fan. I really enjoyed this this back and forth the last couple of minutes. So if what we get from you being a host is this, then I'm in. It's just going to be back and forth, I suppose. I need Chris Kuhn on here. I hope he is on. Chris Kuhn is going to come on here and be like, Dirk, you're an idiot. And he's going to be on your side. And then I'm going to be like, well, shit. Now what do I do? He's got to triple down at that point. I, honestly, at this point... I don't even know. Like, I don't even have any other argument. I don't even know where we're going with this. Neil, gelato, any flavor you want, or ice cream, any flavor you want. No additional toppings. What do you Ice pick? cream. Hmm, ice flip cream. flopper. Flip flopper. The only reason I did is just to please you pretty much the, the first time. <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, guess, so you're telling me well, that I. If, if you have like you. chocolate gelato versus plain chocolate ice cream, would you take gelato over ice cream in there? No. Neil, I don't. Hey, I, that, that's, a yes. that's a yes, right, Hambone? Um, yeah, I guess I'd probably just choose gelato. Hambone, you? Sure. Yeah. Once again, I never had gelato. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I will say though, I will say, I'm with Hambone. Soft. If if you add an additional item in this scenario, chocolate soft serve. I'm picking soft serve. Neil. I'm sorry. It was soft serve versus like freezer versus ice gelato cream. versus regular ice cream. Freezer ice cream. <laughs> I mean, that's it's freezer. Yeah. 
Uh, how many more are we going to add to this conversation here? Neil, soft serve. Do we do you want to add custard too? Or? Soft serve chocolate ice. A little froyo. Soft what, serve what, chocolate. When does it end? Chocolate ice cream. Ice cream chocolate. Gelato chocolate. What are you picking? Those three. I guess soft serve. Good answer. Does that oh okay, it pleases you? <laughs> It does. It does indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes my uh, my questions. It's a very nice Italian uh, ice cream debate there. Italian ice. Oh, do we want to talk about Italian ice? God, no. Nah. <laughs> Not after that. <laughs> but one thing, we never got onto Buka, but one thing I wanted to mention, um, have you guys seen that Sofia Vergara buka ad like that picture no okay she she i don't don't know when it's from it's been a couple years probably but i'm gonna send it to you guys i'll probably tweet it out she's just at this at a at a table with these like five or six plates with just the biggest meatballs you have ever seen it's so absurd oh wow yep (laughs) just got the picture (laughs) that uh this was an ad for them (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's at a buka restaurant Huh. The meatball she's she has in her left hand on the <laughs> fork is is actually bigger than her hand. It's enormous. And she's in front of like six plates. That's wild. I I uh speaking of her, I popped into um it was on like TBS or something. It doesn't matter, but I popped into a TV screening of Four Brothers, the movie. No idea. She's in that. I had no idea she was in that. No, I, I was like, what? And that was from, if I had to guess, I actually don't know, Hambone or Neil. I would guess like 2007, maybe-ish, that movie came out. Five, oh five. 2005, okay. So even, so even earlier. She, and, and she's and, in it. And she's with she's with Tyrese, right? His character? Yeah, I, 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 I got in like a, towards the end and she was, she was, the wife or girlfriend of one of either Tyrese or Mark Wahlberg. So I guess I think the more I think about it, I think it was Tyrese. I don't think Mark, Mark Wahlberg had a girlfriend that or wife, but yeah, that was, that, I was like, wait a second. That, that's so few. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. Side note. It's a fun side note. That, yeah. I like. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I should rewatch that. Dude. I again I watched the last 30 minutes and I was like this movie is amazing. I need to rewatch this. I did rewatch the He Got Game as after we did our oh. Denzel little draft here. Yeah. I I looked up um Jesus Shuttleworth jerseys after that. Love that. Nice. I feel, I feel like this could maybe be a summer of basketball jerseys if I want it to be. Uh, why not? I'm I've been looking for a Charles Barkley one and they it's like don't exist. Ooh. What do you mean? What what team? Like for like a reasonable cost. I was saying yeah, you got something to pick from here. Yeah, I can't even find Suns. I'd, I'd probably go Suns. Oh, or, fair. Or okay. Dream Team. Really over Rockets? I'd probably go Suns, Dream Team, Rocket Sixers. Yeah, fair answer. But oh, um, do you guys listen to? Speaking of Barkley, do you guys, you guys listen to Rob Lowe's podcast? I do oh, not know. What so is he, he, uh... he basically interviews famous people that he's friends with. And it's, okay. So it's a lot of good stories. So, so Barkley was on a recent episode 
and he was telling a story of when he he got traded from Philadelphia to the Lakers, and he was he was pumped. So he and his buddies went out went out to a bar for like hours, and then later, like four or five hours later, he got a text or call from his agent saying the trade fell through, like the Sixers backed out. So he's he's like wasted. And he, and he has a game in like two hours or something for for Philly that he has to play in. So so he ended up going to the game and playing. Doesn't remember how the game went, how he did, but he he played not quite blacked out, but like a pretty drunk performance in an NBA game. Dude, that's awesome. I never even knew about that potential trade. I never and then don't remember ever hearing about it. I mean, it, it came and went, like I said, within the day, within a few hours. Sure. And and it was it was you know, back then where it's not like information went out instantly as soon as it was. Oh, yeah. There's know. no social media. There's no smartphones. There's no bleach report, you know? Yeah. It's people like seeing the newspaper the next day, the next day yeah. like or so on the it, TV. It, so it falls through that quickly. It would be pretty easy for it to not get out. Right. So my question for you is how did the game go? Do you know? I don't. They, they didn't. They didn't say like. You could probably figure it out, um, based on based on what year that he usually played them when they played the Lakers. Um, but I, he he honestly, I mean you know Chuck, he would have said exactly how it went if if he remembered. But yeah. he honestly he honestly doesn't right. know if they won or lost. He doesn't know how he did. Um, and I didn't think to do the research to go look, but you could probably figure it out if you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, again, side note, but it makes me think. Do you do you two ever watch? Specifically Thursdays, because that's when the, the main crew is in studio. The NBA on TNT with with him, Shaq, Kenny. Usually not. If, if I see man, something going, going around on, on Twitter about like a, a good moment or a quote, I'll check that out. But yeah. I, I don't usually actually watch the, the actual shows too much. Damn. Neil? I mean, yeah, I, I usually do. I, they, I find them quite entertaining. I, yeah. I, I, well, both of your answers, I completely agree with it. It, it wouldn't be something that's like, I need to um, spend my time. Like I need to, you know, take away everything. Like I need to watch it. But like Neil said, it's like whenever I'm watching like a Bucks game or whatever on Thursday night, TNT, they are so funny. They're so funny to me. And, and most of it, I guess, is where I'm going with this is Chuck is just unbelievably hilarious. Chuck is amazing. I love that He's guy. so funny. And then it's like Shaq will like give it, like they all just give shit to each other. It's so funny. All right, any any more Italian stuff, Dirk? Or we ought to move on to Hey Hambage. I am good with the Italian stuff. All right. All right, I'll go. I'll 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 start off here. All right, Hey Hambage, are you the type of guy who's putting your frozen pizza right directly on the oven rack, or are you putting it in a pan as you put it into the oven? I go directly on the rack. Oh, Ooh. absolutely. I that's what I was hoping you would say. I, I've had both, and it's just I feel like in the pan you don't get that nice little uh, little crisp at the bottom of it. Tends to, a little soggy. In my experience, tends to just, tends to just cook better, like like you're basically saying. Absolutely, you got it on the rack. Absolutely, I agree. I go rack as well. All right, Hambone. Hey, Hambone. You're at an Italian restaurant. Pizza or pasta? Just for you. Like, like typical order just for you Saturday night. What are you picking? 
in that situation, I'd, I'd probably it, go pasta. It's your, fa- it's your so. favorite pizza or pasta. That see? changes it. Yep. See, it, it's your like most perfect pizza slash your most perfect pasta. Then, then pizza. Really? Hmm. From where? Honestly, probably Devani's. Okay. Okay. I'm sure there's better pizza out there. I just haven't had it yet. Where would the pasta be from? Honestly, <laughs> probably Olive Garden. Like I know that's such a, a like a normie answer, but and and I know there's countless other places that will have better pasta. But when I'm getting Italian, if I'm not making it myself at home, I don't really go out to legit Italian places. So it would probably by default be Olive Garden, maybe Cassettas. Okay. I like it. So you mentioned how you don't, sometimes you don't eat the crust on the pizza. Mm-hmm. On the similar topic, were you the kid that didn't eat the crust on your sandwich? And if so, is that still true to today when you eat a sandwich? I begrudgingly ate the crust on my sandwiches. But it, if I when I when I have sandwiches now, I I'll eat the crust. Sure, don't even think twice about it. That was a very good question. It's flustered me for my next question. <laughs> I don't. Need, I think I need to quickly think of an. Oh, do you ever eat uncrustable sandbone? I don't think so. Hmm. If I ever did, it would have been someone else had them, and I just tried one one time but i can't remember ever actively buying or asking my parents to to get them yeah i don't think i've ever had one either really i i've had one probably twice they're great <laughs> they're great I mean, it's it such was, a surprise and, you, and you've had them you can on two occasions yeah it's it's the it's the more of the like similar like a tv dinner or you know easy mac where it's like oh this is just you just rip open the bag and you have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich it's not it's not worth it for the price of course but yeah i think uh neil and i might need to neil and i will be scarfing down some on the way up we don't need to stop cut out about 15 minutes on the drive up to minneapolis to see perfect dude no 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 food break every every minute counts yeah we'll show up at your door with an uncrustable and boone's farm Hambone's farm, yeah. Can't forget that. All right. Hey, Hambone. It's now April. Summer's on the on the horizon. What's the number one thing that you think about slash look forward to in the summer? Lord Fletcher's, without question. Hmm. Do you want to give some context for that? Yes. I think I've explained it to you guys. You guys haven't been there, have you, when you visited? Correct. So it's... It's a bar. It's on Lake Minnetonka. Um, and the big, the biggest draws, it's got a sweet outdoor area right on the lake. But the main thing is it's got a, a sand volleyball court right, right on in, inside the property. They've got two outdoor bars, one right by the, the volleyball court. And we just go, we have the best luck that we never have to really compete for the court. Either we'll just have it to ourselves or we'll combine with a, smaller other good that's there and just play volleyball hang out have a couple of drinks for the entire night it's it's the best place good answer 
Neil, you want to answer that? Uh, it's not, hey, Neil, but uh, <laughs> uh, no, with, with Hambage said, like, I would totally agree with him that, like, summertime, you know, you get, you get the sand, volleyball, like, you know, perfect combination with that. It's like, it's a great, like, I guess, sport or like activity to play with drinking, like casual drinking as well. And like, especially yeah. like in, the, in the Midwest here, it's not something that we have year round either. Yep. Higher, higher value. Exactly. Very good answers from both of you. I mean, and there's obviously the big one in well, two months from now that we'll, that we're, that we'll all be a part of. Yep. <laughs> I was hoping Neil would answer. That. I was like, um, yeah, no, it, it'll, it'll, it should be a fun time. Uh, the, the celebration for Neil's wedding we didn't get to do last year. Yep, absolutely. I mean, still, yeah, um, still got married, but uh, it's his more of the, the celebration this year that we couldn't have last year. Yeah, so that's obviously up there, but just in general, just kind of everyday things. Can't I? I just need one night at Lord of Fletcher's after not being able to go at all last year. Just one night, more sure. preferably, but just one, and I'm good. Absolutely. An answer. Yep. I mean, that's all I got on my end. Dirk, do you yeah, have any me more? Too. Me too. All right. Well, I think we can all say Dirk did a mostly great job running running the the show tonight. Couple couple I have stumbles. Some critiques. Couple stumbles, but he'll get there. He'll get there. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I found clearly hard is that you're supposed to be hosting, yet there's so many things being brought up. I want to ask so many questions. <laughs> Chris Kuna, I need you here. Yeah, well, make sure you write him down when he's back for the next draft. You can we can rehash yeah. some of this stuff. I mean, there's just the one topic that I need Chris Kuna here for. That's what I meant by that. Which one? The one that he agreed with me and Neil on about the palette? Well, I think there's going to be a few follow-up <laughs> questions I'm interested in his thoughts. So, yes, that's a topic, but Dirk wants to dive deeper into it. Yeah, the one the that he's outnumbered on. It's going to be a deep dive that we're going to see what happens on that. Fair enough. Looking forward to it. Yep. So that next draft will be in a few weeks. I can't figure out what it is yet, but always got that to look forward to. And so that, I think that'll, that'll do it for this episode, unless you guys got anything to close us out with. Good. All right, guess not. Good. Um, so as always, just be sure to subscribe if you haven't. Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts, you can find us there. And follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Gnome Boys Pod. For Dirk and Neil, this is Matt Hambidge, and we'll see you all next time. <laughs>